Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And I love to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Player.fm Radio, Podbean, and others. And if you're listening to this podcast and I have not mentioned the platform, you are listening to us on Please Drop Me a Line. I hope you're having a great start to your week. I hope you had a great Memorial Day. Um, I was off last week. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, later I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight we are going to be talking about decluttering the mind, you know, those thoughts and those beliefs that get us stuck and prevent us from moving forward. And our guest is Paula Sullivan, and she is the author of Simply Being Happy, 93 Ways to Replace Worry and Peace and Create a Joyful Life. And, of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, my app suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion for the week. And the question of the week was, how do you, what is your method of clearing your mind of your to-dos, your agendas, your tasks, and all those things that you need to be done? And Elisa, I thank you so much for responding. She wrote down, I write them down in an order I need to accomplish them. So continue Posting them on your responses on social media, it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's on LinkedIn, and it's now on Instagram. So um, please feel free to continue to just join the conversation. And, of course, before I share with you my interview with our guest tonight, I just wanted to um, share a little something with you. And it is a life hack. A mind dump is a simple way for you to get everything out of your head and onto your pa- onto paper. Our brains aren't made to remember things forever, but paper is. With an empty brain, we're able to either focus on new things or deal with tasks at hand instead of constantly dwelling on past things, taking up valuable bandwidth. So I want you to remember, mind dump. So, Our guest this evening, Paula, is the author of Simply Being Happy, as I shared with you, 93 Ways to Replace Worry and Peace and Create a Joyful Life. And she recently created a website, kidsaresuperheroes.com, where kids learn their inner strength. Paula is also a researcher, entrepreneur, product developer, and paraeducator. Most of all, she's a proud and extremely grateful mother of three grown children and 
wife to her husband, Jim, of 25 years. When asked about writing a book on happiness, she responds, it's been my personal mission to educate myself and clear out all of the fears, worries, and insecurities I've carried with me ever since I was very young. Simply happy, simply being happy, excuse me, is her guidebook to teach others the techniques for replacing their negative images with new, bright, and powerful ones to create more happiness in their lives. Now I'm going to share my interview with Paula Sullivan. Well, listeners, tonight we are going to be talking about how to declutter our minds with author Paula Sullivan, and she has written a book titled 93 Ways to Replace Worry with Peace and Create a Joyful Life. Doesn't that just bring calm to you just saying that? So, Paula, welcome. Hi, welcome. Thanks for having me. So my first question, Paula, before we get into the decluttering of the mind, what made you decide to write the book? Well, basically, I have made the study of happiness my personal mission ever since I was a little kid. Really, I guess when I was a little kid growing up, I had a lot of fears, worries, insecurities, and they never left me um, all through school, all as a young adult. And so as a young adult, I, I knew that I needed to uh, to get happy. And so I made it my mission, and I started educating myself. Um, to make a long story short, at one point I started discovering the powers of our subconscious mind and our programming. And... I that was a pivotal moment for me and I've been studying the subconscious mind for years and at one point um being a writer I was a newspaper reporter writing came easily I realized that I just felt like I needed to share this what I knew with people mm-hmm. so our topic this evening is decluttering the mind. So, um, you know, what made you decide to really kind of focus on that? Because a lot of times people don't understand that when your mind is cluttered, sometimes your life can be as cluttered as well. Yeah. You know, I have to say something. There's there's different types of clutter, but the clutter that I'm talking about in our minds is our beliefs. Okay, so nowadays we talk about mindfulness. Mindfulness is not enough, okay? Mindfulness is great, yoga, meditation, all those things, you know, taking walks in nature. Don't get me wrong, they're wonderful. But if you are not a happy person, okay, those things are almost like band-aids in a way because what is at the core of your unhappiness? The clutter that's in your mind is the form of beliefs. And these beliefs formed when you were a little kid. You didn't know better. Um, you know, your parents might not have known better. And they just, you know, our minds are like huge supercomputers. And so it's these beliefs are stored there. And unless you start digging in, to your subconscious mind. Now, some people can do this naturally. Some people are 
you know, came from really happy homes or, you know, just just naturally can do this. But for most of us, we really need to get at these beliefs because that's the core of our happiness. Mm, that is so interesting because as you were talking, you know, it's interesting as I've gotten older, I've realized that I – you know, and not knowingly, but have picked up a lot of my mother's traits because of how happy she was, but also just how she treated people. You know, people would yeah. come into a room and, you know, and I'm just talking like when she was in the hospital, somebody might be just sweeping the floor. She would greet them. And and I saw that and it was like, okay, this is how you're really supposed to treat people. And I guess that's how... I like being friendly with my neighbors because I picked it up from my mother. So that is interesting because you're right. Whatever we believe, it's like that stuff that we carry with us and we carry it either on the workplace and family and all over. So you already kind of touched on it, some things like beliefs, but are there other things that maybe we do that really, you know, contribute to the cluttering of our minds? Well, I think the beliefs are at the core, and then we just, we function out of this these beliefs, and we try to look for happiness on the outside. You know, let's escape our job and go on vacations. Don't get me wrong, vacations are great. Um, but, you know, all this escaping from our, you know, this, you know, our jobs and our lots in life and our brokenness and, you know, with money and, and you know, and, and unhappy with this. Well, you know what? I'm into, I'm, I'm in, you know, vacations and all that thing shouldn't be an escape. They should be a, an enhancement to our happy, incredibly happy lives. And it's not about being Pollyanna. It's not about pretending to be happy. It's digging in and excavating, and it sounds complicated, but it's basically simple daily habits that reach into our subconscious mind. Meditation, affirmations, visualization, awareness, they're really simple things. We have innate tools. We have innate tools that we've been given, and Mm -hmm. we haven't learned how to use them. So... That's what I'm all about. And it's interesting that you say that because, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, yeah, you know, vacations are one thing. And sometimes when people are not happy, they go out and, and whether it's a vacation or they may even just buy things, and which means that they bring stuff in the house and that adds a whole other layer to their lives. But you're right, like that innate ability to be happy no matter what's going on because I was sharing with somebody last week it was like things were just getting really stressful but I took a deep breath and I wasn't going to allow the energy that was coming at me that was negative and etc and I just put on my sneakers and it was beautiful outside and I said you know what I'm going to look at the trees I'm going to listen to the birds I want to be happy because granted, all of that stuff is going on, and I'm sorry it's going on for you, but I'm happy mm-hmm. right now. I may not have like, as much as you, but I'm happy. Good for you. Yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, it's what we focus on. 
So you already started sharing like some what we should do to declutter or, you know, you already started the meditation and things like that. Are there any other things that, you know, we can do on a, a daily, regular basis when we feel, you know, our minds and things are just getting too cluttered, you know, with some of the unhappiness that's going on? So let's put it this way. So, you know, you're a decluttering expert and you know um, all about the clutter in our houses, and I'm sure you know so much about the clutter in in all in all different ways too. But so let's just say um, cluttering of our house. What do we do? We we clean it out. We maintain it daily. We you know we purge every now and then. Um, same thing for for getting healthy. It's all about decluttering, right? It's you know it's it's eating healthy. It's the daily practices. So these simple practices. One thing that is so powerful is awareness and really what did you know if we want to you know take it on a spiritual level what did jesus you know talk about you know light the light the awareness you know um shining a light in the darkness and you know for me there's there's three powerful sections of awareness one is the awareness that it is powerful i mean it is possible to get happy, that you are not stuck with your lot in life. Even if your family wasn't happy, even if you came from a neighborhood where people weren't happy, it's it's possible. So the one awareness is to realize that. And one great way to to enhance this type of awareness is to read audiobooks. Um, I mean, read audio audio biographies. Read read inspiring books. Listen to Oprah. Listen to Oprah every week, her podcast. Listen to shows like you. Listen to things that are inspiring to realize there's a whole world out there of people. It is a possibility. Happiness is a possibility. The other thing to be aware aware of is that our beliefs are stored in our subconscious mind. Our subconscious minds are 92% more powerful than our conscious minds. We are operating out of our conscious minds, and we can change our beliefs. It doesn't happen overnight. We we have 70,000 thoughts a day. So you thinking that you are not good enough, you've been thinking that since you were a kid. A person has been thinking that since they're, you know, a kid, and they've been saying it to themselves hundreds of times a day. Um, you know, I'm not good enough. They don't realize that it's in the back of their mind. So when you start reversing these things, reversing this, this self-talk, our mind also thinks in pictures, you know, worry. What is worry? It's playing these scenes, these scary scenes over and over and over again. They're, they're attached to feelings. So visualization, creating beautiful new scenes and keep installing them into your subconscious mind. The other section of awareness is to start realizing Start digging in. And this is a lifelong thing. This doesn't happen overnight. This is just, you know, your your own personal journey that you're just going to take, just like getting healthy um, physically, is realizing what the beliefs are. And it's funny just how different beliefs come to me, come to my awareness. Um, just, you know, you, you know, you think you've conquered one and then, and then something bothers you and you realize, wow, that's an awareness. I've been, you know, I've been hard on myself about this all my life. 
or you know I've thought this all my life and it's and it's really not true i I thought it you know i I took on this belief as a little kid when I didn't understand, and so it's it's excavating these beliefs and turning them around and installing new ones mm. and you know that is so true, Paula, because I guess earlier. Last year, I just felt like I wasn't accomplishing anything. It was like I felt like I was working and working and working, but nothing was, I wasn't really doing anything. And then I finally stopped. And so now what I do on my wall is I have, like I list the things that I feel are accomplishments to me. They may not be accomplishments to anybody else, but I don't care. And that helps me like step back and like, yeah, Janet, you, you are doing something. And for me, you know, years ago, when I first went away to college, you know, I went to a, a huge, you know, I come from, you know, a classroom of 30-something, and then all of a sudden I'm in a classroom with 800. So it was an adjustment, yeah. and I didn't do too yeah. well. And I'll never forget the professor who looked me in the eye and said, you know what, you, because of where you came from and just your background, you will never be successful. I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so, you know, but I have, like, really, and I thank my parents a lot for for when they had to do the trip and bring me home. They never really focused on that. They just said, okay, so do you have any plans for what you want to do next, you know. And that yeah. was it. It wasn't like they were harping That's on, great. well, you didn't do this. So it, it's amazing, like you said, how sometimes you just have to change it. So I, I had to change. It was like, okay, I know deep down inside because I – I looked at my life before that moment. It was like, I got good grades. I got accepted to a really good school. I just had an adjustment yeah. period. Okay. Yeah. And then I just, right. and, you know, and I just like, you know, got myself together. And then actually I went off to another college and I graduated with honors. So it was like, wow. I just needed, you know, it's like you just need sometimes, yeah. like you said, when you, you have those moments, it's like, okay, you look at yourself, a self-reflection, and then you just kind of, move forward so so that's part of the whole decluttering process but yeah, yeah it's like a, it's like you know like you said there's certain things you need to do whether it's meditating self-reflection or you know just getting rid of the old it's like you know what yes I know you said that I would never be successful but I've got to get that out of my mind I gotta I gotta get erased that I gotta put pictures of what I think, you know, what I want to achieve and accomplish around me. Yeah. And I, and like you said, the visuals, and I think that really helped me because, I, and to this day, I still do that, put visuals of things around yeah. me that I would like to yeah. achieve. So, yeah. Yeah, so, that's great. Um, so, so what do you do, Paula? I mean, you, 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 you wrote the book about happiness and, you know, you, you help other people, but what do you do? As you were giving out to others, how do you fill yourself up to make sure you're always happy? Well, not always it's happy because nobody will be off. Right? No, I'm not. No, definitely no. Right? It's it's you know I'm of course we're all a work in progress, you know, and and I and I feel like I'm just getting started with all this in a way, you know. It's like every day is a new day. Not that you know what I mean. Like I, you know, I I like we said, I'm not Pollyanna, but um. But I'm excited. I'm excited that I know these things and I work on myself. And, and it's funny because, you know, I have um, three kids. They're oldest, older. My youngest is a senior in high school and, you know, my husband. And and it's funny. You would think 
that from the way I talk about the importance of these practices that, you know, I'm sitting under a tree in a field someday for, you know, every day for hours meditating with the flowers. And, and I really just, I sneak these things in. I, I don't know if you've ever read Dar- Darren Hardy, um, his book, um, isn't that funny? It escapes me. But he 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 calls them bookends, which is the very beginning of the day and the very end of the day. Your practices, and I call them my you know my personal spiritual practices. Um, it, where you know I journal, I I have different questions. You know, I do gratitude, ten things of gratitude every day that I'm grateful for for my past, ten things I'm grateful for for my present. For my future, I have certain questions that I ask myself. Um, I give myself, I fill my every cell of my body with light and love. I send it to each of my kids. You know, so I, I do these things. They don't take long, um, but I do them in the morning. And a lot of times at night, I just kind of go to bed where I'm, I kind of reflect. It's, you know, I'm not like a type that um, I kind of am more go with the flow, so I'm not really, like, really, really regimented, especially at night. I might be up hanging out with my kids, and so I just, you know, crash. I'm not spending an hour journaling, but I I might, you know, go to bed with gratitude or reflection, and I try to go to bed, you know, feeling as, um, you know, I want to feel in my future. Um, I'm big on just the, you know, journaling. During the During the day, I do a lot of affirmations. When I'm getting ready, I say affirmations. I'm strong. I'm enough. I'm this. I'm that. And they're just second nature. When I'm driving, um, I do affirmations. Um, So I sneak these things in during the day. And and I believe that it's just slowly, you know, reprogramming my mind. And that is a really good and that's a good tip. And I like what you said about the bookends because, you know, I'm like you. I start my day, you know, usually reading and listening to something inspirational. And also I like to, before I get out of bed, I just like to listen to certain songs and things so it just really starts my day. And then I like doing something. I have my little ritual at the end of the day before I go to go to sleep, sleep. And I'm usually like, thank you, great gratefulness, et cetera. So I like that bookends. I have to remember that. But like you said, yeah. you have to sometimes just squeeze them in when you can. And um, oh, yeah. I think that yep. I think that's like the best advice because I think sometimes people think, oh, well, you got to do it at this time and this time. No, you no. As long as you like you said, the bookends, and you just yeah. figure out what you need to do because sometimes you might be walking and you just need to just like take a moment and like thank you or you're doing the dishes or the laundry or before you yeah, send out an exactly. email, et cetera. So, yes. yeah. So, so Paula, this conversation has been wonderful. I mean, I could just like sit and just listen to you for hours because <laughs> it was I just know. very I enlightening. Here. I could listen. I, yeah, thank you. I feel the same way. Yeah, about um, you. So, how many, oh, so, so how can listeners get in contact with you, get your book? Um, so, my website is simplybeinghappy.com. And I also just created a website recently, kidsaresuperheroes.com. But on my website, which is the same name as my book, uh, you can order my book. It's also available on Amazon. 
and my email is paula at simplybeinghappy.com. And basically, I'm just getting started. So, <laughs> Well, listeners, as you know, with all of my guests, I will have a direct link on the show page to their website so you can connect with them directly. So, Paula, thank you so much for taking time to be with our listeners. You're very welcome, and thank you. And listeners, that was a very good interview. So I hope you learned a couple of things. The bookend, you know, doing something in the beginning and something at the end of the day for you, but also learning how to get rid of those beliefs and those things that are holding you back. Maybe somebody told you you'll never be organized. Get rid of that belief. Maybe somebody told you you'll never get any place on time. Get rid of those beliefs. So that was a great interview. And check out Paula's website. Well, of course, our sponsor is offering everybody, all of our listeners anyway, a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. And all you have to do is go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And this week's book selection is Declutter Your Mind, Seven Easy Steps to Follow and Pave Your Way to Success and Simplify Your Life for a Happier You. So again, Declutter Your Mind, Seven Steps to Follow Your Pave and way to follow to pave your way to success and simplify life for a happier you. So, of course, now I'm going to move on to my Taylor's tip time in decluttering your mind. Tip number one, clear your desk at the end of your day, specifically at the end of your week. Number two, clear your workspace or craft projects when you're done. Tip number three, do a brain dump at the end of your day and list all the things you need to remember. Tip number four, create project lists with details. So you don't have to remember everything. And tip number five, use apps to remember details, tasks, and to-dos. And, of course, if you, no matter where you're located, you need some strategies or just some Steps on how to get organized, make sure you go to my website and sign up for a free 15-minute session at www.JanetMTaylor.com and just click on the contact page and schedule your free session so I can help you on your journey to living an organized life. Of course, I want to thank you for following me on social media, for your retweets, for your sharing, and check out my Pinterest page, and specifically my Pinterest board on staying fit and healthy, because that's part of just decluttering your mind and just making sure your your body is healthy, too. And of course, today is Monday. Tomorrow is Tossed Tuesday. So make sure in all of this decluttering, you schedule time to delete those apps, emails, and other items cluttering your devices. So sometimes that can clutter your mind, too, when you open it, turn it on and open your devices and things like that, and you see all that stuff. So do that as well. My app suggestion for this week is Declutter, and it's a fast and easy and totally free way to sell all those extra phones, the technology, the CDs, the DVDs, the games, the books, et cetera, that you need to get out of your house. And, of course, my repurpose suggestion is, you know, you can use something as simple as a bread box and transform it into a charging station. Go figure. And then, of course, my product suggestion is 
you know, check out the products I have that will help you organize your electronics, like maybe keeping your cords organized or having all of your remotes in one location. Those are some great things to do. And, of course, my quote for this week is, what I know for sure is that when you declutter, whether it's in your home, your head, or your heart, it's an outstanding what will flow into the space that will enrich you, your life, and your family. That's by Mr. Peter Walsh himself. Well, next week we'll be talking about getting organized to succeed. So I truly want to thank you so much for joining me. And be sure to share this show and listen to it again. And be sure to check me out on my website at JanetMTaylor.com. So until next time, you have a clutter-free day. But most of all, you have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.